when you have quality guests on your show, really make it easy for them to talk about your show. Create an entire release kit that you give them with assets and links to the show notes and links to share on their social media. Tag them, make it really easy and make it appealing for them to talk about your show. Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. Whether you're just getting started or you're already a seasoned podcast pro, these conversations dive into all the topics that matter most to you. Today, we're going to dive into how people are finding podcasts in 2024. So let's start with all the obvious places first, which are podcast listening apps. So if you open up right. Spotify, Spotify has started suggesting podcasts based on other podcasts that you listen to. So mm-hmm. the whole, if you like this, then maybe you should check out this kind of thing. YouTube is obviously really good at that. Apple Podcasts is no longer my preferred listening app for podcasts, but... Which is wild. Um, I know. I was a big Apple podcast guy for a long time, but once I moved over to Spotify and subscribed to all my my shows there, I just think the experience is better, and I think show notes show up on there better. I just like the way that it kind of catalogs things, but you know, that's where a lot of people, that's what people think about when they think about where to discover new podcasts, but are there other ways? We're going to talk about Apple versus Spotify. We're going to dig into it a little bit more because I think it's an important topic you know, to kind of start off the new year with. Yeah, I think when you think about listening apps, you first and foremost think of the big two, right? You think of Spotify and you think of Apple. And Spotify has really come for Apple's market share. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago. And I kind of went on a rant about Spotify. But honestly, uh, in total, one in four podcast listeners use Spotify for podcast listening and one in five use Apple. So they're still the prominent ones. But like I said, as of February of last year, Spotify surpassed Apple um, in the number of listeners. And so that gap is just continuing to widen. And in 2025, they are projected to have 42 Point four million listeners and Apple will have 29.2. So both growing, but Spotify definitely growing at a larger rate. So I think as you think of the future of your podcast, how can you create a show that might be optimized for some of the things that Spotify is doing? I think that's important. And I think just kind of looking at it, Apple um, subscribers tend to be older. I think you look at how people adapt to technology and older generation is going to be slower to make that transition like you and I have maybe to Spotify or YouTube or some of the other platforms that are appealing to podcast listeners in a more diverse media way. So I think that's kind of an interesting thing. And additionally, longtime podcast listeners prefer Apple to Spotify. So again, if you've been with Apple since the beginning, they were the first people on the scene you're going to be slower to transition. Um, But as Spotify continues to try to get everyone's ears and take more of that market share as they look at audiobook and they're already there for music, and I just really continue to think we should look at Spotify. So those are the big two. But then also there are other places. So let's kind of talk about that, Kyle, um, outside of the big two, Apple and Spotify. So you pulled a uh, a study. It said the Mm -hmm. average podcast listener in the U.S., uses close to three different platforms. That's, I find that so interesting. Why do you think that is? But I also think I sometimes there are shows that I just listen to on Apple because I my brain does that and I've subscribed or maybe I haven't transitioned over. There are some podcasters who use Apple platforms and then give you, if you use the Apple, you get this episode sooner and the same way Spotify mm. was doing that, like exclusive shows. And then I think about people who are really starting to lean into video and you probably mm. have podcasts that you are going to YouTube for still. Now, 
I think Spotify is coming for all three of those and want to be the only place you listen. But right now there might be people who are listening to us, you know, one on YouTube, maybe one on Overcast, or maybe even someone's just listening to an RS feed because they're a Patreon subscriber. RSS feed? Yeah, an RSS feed. You got it. Yeah, it's interesting that as soon as I said it, I'm like, well, I do listen to podcasts in multiple places because I, I do love watching podcasts on YouTube. Yeah. I just don't think it's so funny how I'm still coming to like realize YouTube is now a major, even though we produce a lot of content for YouTube yeah. and produce a lot of video. It's a podcast platform. It's a hosting platform. So YouTube and Spotify, Apple with their premium subscription yep. service now. And then I was a Patreon subscriber for a while to a comedy podcast that uh, that showed up in my Apple feed. I think uh, it didn't show up in my Spotify. So you're right. I mean, we mm-hmm. we're kind of listening all over the place. So and that I think kind of informs a little bit of the podcast wars of which one is going to win out. Which you know what I'm yeah. saying. So when we talked about that a lot in our last episode. So another interesting stat that says a heavy podcast listener would be considered six or more hours per week. Use four different services to consume podcast content. So that's that's pretty much in line with what I just said. So, yeah. you know, other platforms are YouTube, like we mentioned, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora. They're all fighting for a, for a piece of the, yeah. for the podcasting pie, so to speak. Yeah. And I think, okay, so how are we getting, let's look conceptually even larger than that. I think 60% of podcasters report that building an audience feels like the biggest top challenge, their most felt need. So let's dive into a little bit more conceptually. How do you move your listeners, even get them to those listening apps, right? And I think first and foremost is still charts and podcast recommendations and apps. So Spotify is starting to recommend if you like this, you might also like this. And then charts the most popular shows are going to get pushed. Similar shows are going to be pushed together. So what can you do to help people find you within those? Push your show up in the app charts by encouraging your listeners to subscribe and leave reviews. I think that's something that's underrated. And I also want to encourage you to get creative around that. I once listened to a show that every time you left a review, you like entered into something where they would create a rap or a song based on a TV show. Uh, mm. of your review or of your name. And like they got really creative and they got a ton of reviews because why would you not want to be at the end of the episode in their their rap or their song or whatever? Um, right. And so I think one, ask if you're giving good content, someone's, you know, you're serving them, you're asking them to do that and give back to you. And two, make it fun and creative. Those are my two suggestions of how to get more reviews. Yeah, I love that about getting creative by asking for reviews. I've, I feel like that can be kind of a hard thing to do you know, in some of the apps, it can be kind of even kind of hard to find like where to leave a review. So I would even tell say just how to as navigate a, it and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Just even tell people specifically like where to go. Like, hey, if you're an Apple, here's how you do it. If you're in Spotify, I think it's actually easier in Spotify because it shows up kind of at the top. You can leave a five star rating, things like that. But um, let's talk about what you can do to help more people to find your show. So a pretty obvious one is to guest on other podcasters shows. So mm-hmm. kind of put yourself out there. Find people that are in your space or, or adjacent to your space and ask to be on their shows. There's different services, agencies, different podcast booking services you mm-hmm. can hire. Some people do that and find luck with that. Others just link, they use their LinkedIn network and they're like, yeah. oh, you got a podcast. I'd love to guess and, and talk about X, Y, and Z. Or I noticed that you've been talking about this. You know, I actually have some expertise or some opinions on that. Um, I'd love to hop on your podcast sometime and talk about it. So I'm a big fan of doing that. And then also cross-posting those episodes. So 
you know, if you can find a podcaster who will let you come on their podcast, or maybe they come on yours, and you guys share that episode between your two different podcast feeds, that can be a really cool thing to do. Also, just using the power of your email newsletter to promote Mm -hmm. your podcast. If you've got 300 people, 3000 people or 300,000 people, use that email newsletter to promote your podcast episodes. Also, the last one is just get quality guests on your show. Well, I think we talk a lot about quality over quantity, right? So just because someone has a lot of people following them, it doesn't mean they're going to be a great guest. But if they are a quality guest who's going to meet a felt need for your audience and they have a large following, that's really great. I know that I have discovered podcasts simply because I have searched a guest that happened to be on there. So one of my favorite authors is Shana Nequist. A couple years ago, she had a podcast And then it was short-lived. It was like a short, limited series. And I wanted more from her in that format. I was already used to hearing her and wanted more. So I just searched Shauna Nequist. And it came up with a bunch of shows that I had never listened to. But because I wanted to listen to her, I ended up listening to new shows. And it was a discoverability for me. I think the other side of this is when you have quality guests on your show, really make it easy for them to talk about your show. We've talked about this in in past episodes, but create an entire release kit that you give them with assets and links to the show notes and links to share on their social media, tag them, make it really easy and make it appealing for them to talk about your show. Yeah, especially those social media clips, those reels, make them look and sound good. They're going to want to share it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you talked about your email newsletter. And I think this is also a space where you can utilize that cross promotion and this collabing and networking that you're talking about. I follow another podcaster who is always advertising. It must be a friend or a some another author in this space. And she always talks about this person's podcast at the very end of her email newsletter. It's like, hey, if you like my show, you might also like this. Um, and I've just, I've had guests on who are really intentional and say, hey, will you share, if you like this person, you might like this person. So like they're trying to connect me and then show me that they're someone that will then connect me to other people. So it's just this collaboration and this networking, I think, can go so far in this space. When we think about not scarcity, but just about how do we collab and not yeah. compete. So I think when we're talking about collaboration uh, and marketing and all that, it can feel a little intimidating. And so we really are a strong believer in using social media to lift your podcast. We've talked a lot about this. So we talked about this in episode 10 and episode 13 of the Pod Circle podcast. And those two titles, if you want to go back and listen just so you can catch up, 13 was five ways to grow your podcast audience. We talk a lot about social media in that one. And then on episode 10, converting social media followers into podcast subscribers, we really go in depth about the strategic and simple and low lift ways that you can take an audience that's already pretty engaged with you and then those most loyal followers and move them to a podcast listener. So you should definitely go check those out. We won't dive too far into this right now. Um, But I think it just harkens on what, Kyle, you're always talking about, quality clips, uh, Mm -hmm. always record video, and just create scroll-stopping reels and social media um, and create a show that people rave about and they want to talk about. Make it easy for them. Do clear asks, run a contest. Like There's all kinds of ways to convert and get people from your social media to your podcast and then simultaneously from podcast listeners to talking to you on social. So activate yep. your audience. Right on. We're going to round this one out. Uh, before we mm-hmm. go, uh, I want to tell you about the podcast starter kit that we offer at Circle dot com slash start. I feel like you're the one that put it together, Mackenzie. I feel like you 
You talk about it better than I do, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think from top to bottom, we want to make sure that you are launching smarter and working smarter, not harder. And we have launched successful podcasts. We know what goes into it, and it can feel really intimidating when you look at an entire list of things that need to happen to get it out into the world. So this kit is going to take this idea you have in your head and really make it practical, bring it down to the tasks you have to do to get it out into the world. So move from your head out into the world because we really believe you have a message that the world needs to hear. Yeah, it's a new year. And a lot of people are are thinking, a lot of people that in 2022, going into 2023 said, you know what, this is my year, I'm going to start a podcast. Well, 2023 came to an end. And now it's like, no, I really want to start that podcast. So that podcast starter kit is your go-to resource for how to get your show up. And it's, yeah. it's really going to show you the ropes. Uh, it's, it's a really top to bottom guide for helping you launch your podcast. So go and check that out at podcircle.com slash start. Well, and I think if you're thinking about launching this year and feeling kind of intimidated and want to get it from your head, but you've got a vague idea, something that Kyle and I love to do is strategy sessions to really get crystal clear about what is your message? Who is your audience? How can we optimize this? Um, and so email Kyle at Kyle at podcircle.com and set up a free consultation and talk to him about, hey, would a strategy session be right for me? Here's the stage where yeah. I'm at. Here, here's what I want to happen. You know, give him a vague outline and we can help you get it crystal clear with one of these two hour sessions. Yep. The, the key word there is clarity. I think that people just, yes. they walk away with a lot of clarity, um, come in feeling really fuzzy about the direction of their yeah. podcast. Maybe they're 10, 20, even a hundred episodes in, they're thinking, is this, am I getting the return on investment, you know, on this? And, or how do I, you know, how do I monetize it? How do I grow it? How do I get in front of, you know, this group of people that I want to speak to? We can absolutely help you with that. We do it every week. So um, last thing is if you're listening to audio and you want to consume the video podcast, we put every episode up on YouTube. So find us at pod circle on YouTube and subscribe to us there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, We'd love if you give us a a rating and a review there, as we were talking about earlier. If you're on Apple, you can go to our our channel, scroll down. If you love the podcast, leave a five-star rating. Leave us just a quick review. Let us know how we're doing. Anything we can improve on, we're all ears. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Same thing on YouTube. If you dropped a comment and say, hey, love the episode, or if you have a question about anything we're talking about, if you want to suggest Mm -hmm. a topic for a future episode, we would love to hear it. Honestly, this podcast is for you. We're not doing this for ourselves. So we want to <laughs> we want to arm you with the, the best tips and advice. So thanks for listening. We'll be back at you next week with another episode. As always, take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.